I want you to take a keyword, all right, a keyword, and then from there, get that keyword a little bit longer, but keeping the main keyword in there, the long tail, and then go longer. And then from there, use what Google is suggesting. And then from there, build out four or five, or even more if you want to, uh, of those subtitles. And then from there, fill in the blanks on that and elaborate on those and boom. Hey, 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 what's up, everyone? Welcome to the Rock Your Brand Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Boker, a serial entrepreneur on a mission to help you. This show is designed to teach you, to inspire you, to motivate you, to take massive action and build a future-proof business. So whether you're just starting out or taking your existing business to the next level, this is your home. Now, if you're ready, I'm ready. Let's rock your brand. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Rock Your Brand Podcast. This is episode 956, and today I'm going to share with you what I'm calling my 10-minute content creation hack, and I'm going to give you the -the fill-in-the-blanks template. All right, now, what I recently did, depending on when you're listening to this, is I taught our seven-day content creation challenge. This is where I walked people through over seven days, how to come up with topics for your market, for your niche. The long tail is what I call them, the long tail keywords or topics. Then from there, how to validate that they're getting traffic, how to know if you have keywords that will get some traffic without a ton of competition. Then from there, how to outline it. Then from there, how to create it. All right, and the last thing I talk about is how to amplify it, how to get more eyeballs on it quicker and not just waiting on you know, Google to rank us. So if you're interested in going through that, you still can because guess what? It's now one of our evergreen trainings, meaning it's available and you can go through all of the past recordings that we've done in that training and you can walk through it just as if you were there live. So if you're interested, head on over to launchyourcontent.com. Again, that's launchyourcontent.com and you can immediately get started and go through that training, all right? Now, today what I'm gonna be talking about, and this is something I shared on one of our coffee talks, so I'm gonna cut to that here in a minute and it's really short, about 13 minutes long. Again, a little bit longer than my 10 minutes because I had to explain it, But I actually do one example in here and I actually go into my computer and I'll I'll kind of talk about what I was seeing. So this way here, you're listening, you're not able to see it. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can. But I was basically just walking through this process after I taught it, all right? And it's a way for you to create one piece of content that will also have the potential to have multiple keywords that are being searched for to lead back to your content. And then from there, how to literally build out the framework of the content within minutes. And then from there, you have an outline. And all you need to do then is just fill in the blanks. All right, so that's what I'm gonna be giving you today during this session. Uh, So once you go through this, I do want you to really do it. Take this information, get a piece of paper, open up a Google Doc, whatever, and go through this process, and you're going to see for yourself. It's not that hard. Now, once again, if you need help with this further, 
This is just one small piece of what we're doing inside of the seven day content creation challenge. All right. But we do go really deep in finding the topics. Like how do we explore the right topics? How do we find the right keywords? How do we know what numbers to look at for, you know, is there enough traffic to even want to create a piece of content? Uh, you know, how do I, how do I know all that stuff? And so we walk you through that. So this is the part of like, how to get it outlined, how to get it to where we're almost ready to actually create the content, which is a huge help. And for some of you, this might be all you need. All right. So guys, I'm going to stop talking so you can listen in on how I taught this to my coffee talk people. And, uh, we were going through this process and I walked them through it in just about 13 minutes. So sit back guys, relax and enjoy. I am going to run through with you the 10 minute content creation hack. All right, and this is my fill in the blanks template. All right, so let's get started. Number one, I want you to always start with a document or you can even use a piece of paper if you want to, but I want you to create a document of some kind. This is going to be your piece of content. Let's just say that we're going to write a piece of content. Even if you're going to turn this into a video, by the way, you can still use this template. All right. So number one is we want to come up with our keyword title. All right. Now our keyword title could be how to catch bass in a pond. Okay. It could be how to catch bass in a pond at night, right? We can go even long tail. Now, one thing I want to highlight here, when you're going after your title, okay, and this is a, a little tip for you, if you want to go after a keyword, a long tail keyword, and a long tail, if you're if you're listening or watching and you're like, what's a long tail, Scott? A long tail just means it's more than just one or two words. It's It's long, right? It's like three, four, five, sometimes six, sometimes seven words long, even longer sometimes if it's being searched for. And what that does usually when you go longer is it's got less competition. And the reason why it has less competition is because most people are looking for that broad term, right? Bass fishing, right? Or how to catch bass. So if I want to rank for how to catch bass, but it's a very competitive search term, what I could do is add a couple of other words on the end that I could rank for quicker, but I still have a chance to rank for the keyword, right? Or the main one that you want to rank for, but I also can get some additional searches, which that happens a lot, by the way. Um, we have some pieces of content that the actual title is only getting searched for maybe 30 times a month, but that one keyword's bringing in a thousand different variations because it's long tail. So again, how to catch bass in a pond or how to catch bass. That's one, right? How to catch bass in a pond, how to catch bass in a pond at night. So how to catch bass is still there at night, right? Is there in a pond is there. So you have all of these other ways. So that's like one major tip for you right now. If you are developing content, yes, you can look at that, that really sexy keyword that you want to rank for eventually that's getting, you know, a thousand searches a month or 10,000 searches a month. But when you add those additional words to it, it's going to make the competition less and the traffic will be less and that's okay. But the more uh, long tail, it's also, it's more precise 
right, of a search. So that person that's searching for that is really, really targeted. Okay. So just keep that in mind. So one little nugget there for you. So number one, we want to create this document. We want to put our title at the top and we want to start with the title, but we want to add to that title to make it long tail. Okay. So that's number one. The next thing we want to do is we want to come up with four or five bullets. We also call these our subheads. Now, if we're going to look at this as SEO, search engine optimization, which a lot of people will get caught up in that, we don't need to do this at this point, but I'm going to let you guys know right now that if you are number one, coming up with your title, that is your H1 tag. Okay. Again, if you don't know what this means, doesn't matter. Your title is your H1 tag. Google looks at H1 tags. They look at uh, they look at the H2, they look at the H3, they look at the H4 tags, titles, whatever you want to call them. Okay. So how do we come up with four or five bullet points? Now we can literally have Google tell us what those bullet points need to be. How I'm glad you asked. Here's how, and here's your tip number two here. Okay. And that is go to Google, type your keyword in there. Okay how to catch bass and number one, let it auto suggest that auto suggest is going to give you a longer tail keyword. So that's how you can come up with your titles and your longer tail. Okay. That's number one. Number two. Okay. You want to still use the, the, uh, the auto suggest to then from there lead you to those bullet points. So here's what I mean. Let's say, for example, we say, okay, we're going to go after how to catch bass in a pond. We click on that and then we look at the search results. Now what we do, and this is like part two of this, we want to scroll down just a little bit and we'll see other suggested keywords that people are searching for that Google tells us. Okay. So in that case, and actually, you know what? I'm going to do this on the fly. So this way here, I can give you that. And you guys can can hear it. So if you're listening to this, if it's a podcast episode, bear with me. Um, how to catch bass in? But it comes up how to catch bass in winter, right? So that's a that's telling me that keyword. How to catch? Uh, let's see here. Catch bass in a pond comes up right away. Uh, another one is how to catch bass in a small pond, how to catch bass in a lake, how to catch bass in a pond during summer, another long tail. So let, let's go with that one. I'm going to go with how to catch bass in a pond during summer. So I'm going to click on that. The minute I click on that, I'm going to scroll down a little bit and it says, people also ask, what is the best bait for bass in the summer? What is the best bait for bass in a pond? How do you catch bass in hot weather? How bass fishing or is bass fishing good in summer? So I would use those, not all of them. I would use, uh, you know, two or three of those. Like I would definitely put a bullet in there or a subtitle. What is the best bait for bass in the summer? Cause that's probably one of the things that you need to know how to do when you're trying to catch bass in a pond during the summer, right? Is what kind of bait, um, then, uh, how do you catch bass in, in hot weather? So that would be one. You know, that would be a subtitle. You're going to then elaborate on that. It might be 250 words on a little paragraph that you're going to write. Okay. Um, is bass fishing good in the summer? It's another question. You put that in there. Now here's what this does. It does a couple of things. Number one, 
it helps you format and write your content that Google already likes. Okay. Because it's giving you those suggestions. So why not take those suggestions that are related because Google told us it is and make that part of our article. The second thing is, is now we are also going to be able to potentially be found for these other keywords because they're in our article as an H2 title. Okay. H2 title, just meaning it's a subtitle, but it's still a title. Okay. It's just not as it's, it's not weighted the same. Okay. But now if I click on that or I click on, I, I go a little bit further. Okay. I can scroll down to the bottom and it says related searches. Okay. So how to catch bass in a small pond, bass bat or best bass lures for summer pond fishing, largemouth bass fishing tips, pond fishing tips, best lures for pond fishing, best time to fish for bass in a pond, uh, best fishing with plastic worms in pond, largemouth bass in ponds. I just literally took the related searches that's at the bottom of the page. And I found all of these different subtitles that would work really well with a piece of content that the main title was how to catch bass in a pond during summer. Okay. So that's the hack guys. So in 10 minutes, you can do this, right? Take your keyword, put it in how to catch bass. And then you can even put in and then let it autofill how to catch bass in a pond during summer. Boom. Step one. I click on that. Boom. I go to step two. People also ask, I scroll down a little bit and I look at those four suggestions. I might take one. I might take two. I might take them all. Okay. And then from there, I scroll down a little bit further related searches and they give me eight in this case. So I have eight more to choose from. I'm going to pick the top four or five, and I am going to create bullets of those. And I am going to elaborate on each of those topics. And then at the very end, you're going to have a summary and then you're going to close it out and boom, you've got an article created. Now, if you don't want to create the article, this is also what we do when we submit this to our writer. We put the title, we give them the different subtopics we want to be covered and we go there, have at it. We've pretty much given them the outline within 10 minutes. All right. Now, again, if you don't want to do this, you can have someone else do it. You can have someone do this part of the process. All right. So very, very simple. And what we're doing is we're not guessing. We are saying, Google, what do you like? What are you suggesting I put in my article, in my piece of content? And then you just let Google tell you, and then you supply the answers. And that is it. That is all you have to do to outline your content. And really you could take this right now and use that as a template, meaning title, subtitles, conclusion, done, and you're good. Now, here's the other thing I want to throw in here. When you're doing this, you're, you're going to start creating multiple pieces of content. So now what you're going to do is you're going to take these different pieces of content. Let's say that you have five different pieces of content about how to catch bass in a pond, how to catch bass in a lake, how to catch bass in the winter, all of these things that are related. Guess what else we get to do? We get to take these, spread them out there like breadcrumbs that lead back to our site. But now the other cool thing is those breadcrumbs continue to supply traffic from that same person. So here's what I mean. Let's say someone comes to the website from how to catch bass in a pond in the summer. They come there. Well, inside of that article, you're probably going to elaborate maybe on uh, how to catch bass maybe in a lake. 
you'll mention that in that article. And then from there, you're going to take and link people inside of your, of your website to another breadcrumb, right? So it leads them there. And what this does is it keeps people consuming, which also keeps people there on your website longer. And that also helps you with your traffic with ranking in Google. So another little side benefit here is that the longer you keep someone consuming on your, on your website, you've got good breadcrumbs, right? Uh, you're able to then bring that score up. And then that also allows you to start ranking even higher. Google wants people to get information and stay there and consume. And so what we need to do is we need to create these breadcrumbs and let people continue to feed on them and to eat them. <laughs> I know it's kind of a weird terminology, but you understand what I'm saying here, right? Breadcrumbs work outside of our website, but they also work internally, right? And that's kind of what I've started to call the breadcrumb content creation strategy, right? So hopefully this has helped you. But what I want you to do again, to recap is I want you to take a keyword, all right, a keyword. And then from there, get that keyword a little bit longer, but keeping the main keyword in there, the long tail, and then go longer. And then from there, use what Google is suggesting. And then from there, build out four or five, or even more if you want to, uh, of those subtitles. And then from there, fill in the blanks on that and elaborate on those. And boom, you've got a nice piece of content that is created that is now residing on your website. And you've got a breadcrumb out there that can lead over to multiple breadcrumbs on your website. So hopefully this helped you. And hopefully now you feel really good about creating content. Now, if you are stuck with creating content, coming up with topics and ideas and formatting and all of that stuff, well, depending on when you're listening to this, we are doing a seven day content creation challenge. And if you're interested in going through that, all you need to do is head on over to launchyourcontent.com. And you can go through that training. All right. Again, that's launchyourcontent.com. And basically what we do is we teach you how to come up with topics, the long tail, and then from there, how to actually outline it and then how to get it created or create it yourself and then publish it and optimize it and then amplify it. Because once we have a piece of content there, we want to get more eyeballs on it quicker. And there's ways that we can do this. And that's something that we discuss inside of the seven day content creation challenge. So if you're interested, I'd love you to join us. All right. Well, there you go. All right. I basically went through that process in about 13 minutes, but part of that was explaining it. The actual process where I walk you through how to catch bass in a pond in the summer, uh, that took me less than five minutes. All right. All of the answers are there. You just need to start with the very first part, which is going to Google, putting in your keyword and getting ideas. And then from there, using what Google is reporting back to you and building out your outline. And then from there, getting it created. Now, the one thing I didn't mention in there is you can actually use that same thing if you're going to do a video, right? If you're going to do a video, well, you've got the main title. Then from there, you've got some subtopics, some bullets that you're going to talk about, and then you're going to have a conclusion. It's the same framework. So it works for video. It works for articles or content, blog posts. It works for all of it, all right? It could even work for this, a podcast episode. You need to come up with the topic, then you need to come up with the subtopics, and then you need to have a conclusion, all right? So guys, that is going to wrap up this episode. If you need help, 
with creating content for your brand, I would highly recommend heading on over to launchyourcontent.com. You can have immediate access to our seven-day content creation challenge. And in that challenge and during that challenge, you are going to come into it with no content, all right? And from there, at the end, you're going to have a piece of content created and published and optimized and ready to start getting traffic back to your website. All right, so head on over to launchyourcontent.com. All right, guys, that's it. That's gonna wrap it up. As always, remember, I'm here for you. I believe in you, and I am rooting for you. But you have to, you have to. Come on, say it with me. Say it loud. Say it proud. Take action. Have an awesome, amazing day, and I'll see you right back here on the next episode. Now, let's rock your brand. <laughs>